previously on ImpTab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei. A downtime episode in which stuff happened. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> look at that. The main gist of it is Tonin's dad showed up and took his singing bowl away back to Taku, and now you guys are at war with almost everybody in the city. <laughs> so some big things happened, but honestly, that's pretty much the main thrust of what happened during the last episode. <laughs> so now we're just going to figure out what happens when you guys go to assassinate the Earth King here in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. Oh, no, that was too quick. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Let's get to it. Blades in the Dark, you're supposed to just jump into the action. Yeah, which is why... What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Imptab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei, the Blades in the Dark actual play, where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... Thomas Ryan as Hu Wei Young. Chris Randall as Donan Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Si Wei Ling. <laughs> yes, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. It's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. Oh, my gosh. I, I know that not all of our listeners listen to our Choose Your Own Adventure book episodes, but we, we set out an ultimatum at the end of our last Sonic episode that if somebody paid us, we would buy the next Sonic book and we would read it on the <laughs> podcast. And gosh dang it, here we are. And the patrons went fast. They went they went so fast. <laughs> so keep your eyes open for that in the future. But it's not Sonic time. It is Assassinate the Earth King time. So we went through all like the different questions for the engagement role a couple episodes ago, actually, when we were deciding whether we were going to do a revolution style assault or whether we were going to do sneaky assassination. So we're at four dice for a sneaky assassination, but we do technically still need to figure out what our point of entry is going to be. So let's give you guys, I think, one last chance to gather some information before we actually go on the assault or on the sneaky rather. Jenna is in jail right now, right? She is. All right, so she can't help us. Um, I established a while ago, and I believe I've mentioned this, la uh, not last time, but maybe the time before, how I used to sneak into the upper ring with my multitude of faces. Yes. I can no longer change my face, but... You're still good with makeup. I'm still good at makeup, and I'm trying to figure out I don't think I would have always taken the tram or always just, you know, gone through a simple, straightforward route. I'm sure I figured out some sneaky entrances and exits. Mm -hmm. So let's have you gather information to see how good those sneaky entrances and exits are. Well, this time I am going to use the thing that I chose when I leveled up. Yeah, go ahead and share that for our audience. So I chose one of my special abilities. I chose ghost voice. You know the secret method to interact with a ghost or demon as if it was a normal human, regardless of how wild or feral it appears. You gain potency when communicating with the supernatural. So, we've also established there are a good number of ghosts running around, uh, friendly and antagonistic. I would like to attune and use compel, ghost voice, whatever I gotta use, and talk to some ghosts and be like, hey, what are some, you know, you can walk through walls, you can see into this world. What are some really, really great sneaky ways to get in and out of the upper ring and the chambers of the, the Earth King? All right. Presumably we're talking to one of the good number of good ghosts, not one of the bad number of bad ghosts. That would be ideal. All right. <laughs> Go ahead then and roll with a tune. A five. That's pretty good. So the ghost in response to you is like, well, it's going to be a little difficult for you because I can move through walls unfettered by my physical form because I no longer have it. But there's this area that, you know, is kind of off to the side of where I like to go in through. It's a sewer. It's a straight up sewer. Uh, 
that sounds like an absolutely wonderful way. Uh, are the bars made of metal, stone? Uh, is there are there bars? Yeah, there's bars. It's it's a castle. It's pretty well defended. There's metal bars in there and metal bending. Ha ha ha! What a thought. What a thought. Indeed. <laughs> well, okay then. Then uh, riddle me this. The, the walls of this sewer, are they made of metal or stone? The walls of the sewer are made of stone. Well, this I... Earth King, even though he is the Earth King, he's incompetent and he can't figure out how to compel his workers to action to coat an entire sewer system with metal. <laughs> his folly is our fortune. Uh, we will go in through the sidewall then. We have, for some bizarre reason, all figured out that we can earthbend. So... <laughs> It's gonna be okay. Dude, that's pretty <laughs> wild. Like, who could have seen that coming? <laughs> well, if there's a sewer, and is it pretty stanky? Oh, it's immensely stanky. Okay. Then I'm. So the guards might avoid it a little bit more. Yeah, haven't you heard any of the articles in the newspaper about the Earth King's diet? He eats nothing but 80 pounds of red meat a day. Oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know what? Um,. After this conversation, I need to go talk to Riven the Chemist about... I, yeah, I have a plan. I'm going to go talk to Riven the Chemist. Uh, Riven, I want to pull a really mean prank on... Uh, on Wei Young? Sweet, I'm in. Perfect. Can you make me a thing that'll, like, make it so he can't smell? Like, just take his whole... Take one of his senses away. And then we're just going to make him smell really bad and he won't know and everyone else will know. Okay, that's, like, I was kind of hoping that maybe we could make him smell real bad and he'd have to smell it. But this is even better because no one's going to tell him, you know, he's all hoity-toity, but everyone's going to talk about it behind his back. Go ahead, and uh, what, what would you like to roll? Um, Sway, I think. All right, go for it. <laughs> I hate him, so I can't consort with him. Fair. <laughs> and he hates you. That's a five. I'll take it. Five. Okay. He creates a little potion for you and says, here you go. It's going to make it so we can't smell and there's going to be absolutely no side effects. <sighs> okay, as I walk out of the room, I throw the potion on the ground and I walk away. It's not worth it. <laughs> Hold on. Why don't you go test it on an animal or something? I am not doing animal testing in Seaway's shop. We're criminals. We have animals. Yes, whom we love and care for. They're all sweet and beautiful. What do you think would happen if you gave that to a shoe? Ooh. Uh, not good things. <laughs> um, Hu Wei Young is probably bold and self-confident enough to do animal testing in Seaway's shop, but I feel like Tonin doesn't want to piss Seaway off. <laughs> All no. reasonable stances. Why, why don't you just test it on Eelhound? Yeah. <laughs> we could test it on Eelhound. That, that might be what pushes him <laughs> over the edge. Uh, I feel like Eelhound could just chug the like most potent poison and just like keep on trucking, sweat it out. He'd be like, ooh, <laughs> that's spicy. And then just keep <laughs> <laughs> it's like that idea of you have so many diseases in your body that they're all fighting against each other. <laughs> Keeping you alive. Um, I'm just gonna, yeah, shove some cotton things into like a is cherry there, blossoms. Is there a perfumery in town? Yeah, there are certainly a perfumery. Yeah. <laughs> It's a weird word. All right. <laughs> I, after hearing this conversation, will go to the perfumery and pick up some peppermint oil. Simple enough. Real quick, what's your lifestyle at this point? Lifestyle one, it's not going to be the fanciest perfumery, but it'll be a perfumery. I just need something that can block the smell. All right. Is there a way for me to um, find like 
a map or blueprints or something that shows a layout of the Earth Palace. We can have you roll to gather information. What would you like to do to gather information? I probably would study for that if I had to guess. Okay. Go through old records or something. All right. I will say, though, since you're looking for some pretty sensitive information, we'll probably give you minus one die on that. Reasonable. Can I help because I've been in the palace? Yeah. Take one stress to give him one die. Absolutely. Also reasonable. That's a six. Hey. All right. Yeah. You get back in touch with Jen, the calligrapher, who was able to figure out a way past all the red tape and boom, baby, he comes back to you with a uh, kind of similarly to how you found that map of the bathhouse before it had been altered and modified by Gecko's very good smuggling operation. You find like some construction plans from way, way, way back in the day for the castle. So who knows if they're still entirely accurate, but you've got them. The general layout should be pretty close though. Indeed. Okay. I would also... So I've, I've talked with Jenna a lot. Would I know some of her contacts? Uh, she's got this friend named Elina Georgieva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, do I know her, though? <laughs> uh, make a fortune roll, I suppose, with consort, I guess. Sure. That makes sense to me. Yeah, why not? Also a six. Sure. You know Ellie. All right. Hi, Ellie. How's it going? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go find Ellie. I'm going to say, can you get me the Earth King's schedule? The Earth King's schedule. Yes. That is a big ass. I understand this may be difficult, but it will help me immensely in something. All right. What do you think we're going to roll for this? Beg? Is that an option? (laughs) Um, Actually, I think I probably should be doing the one rolling for this. I'm going to roll for the Servants faction. Sure. Ooh. Uh, This could be a fortune roll. But again, it's like, this is very sensitive information. So we're probably going to give minus one die. Servants are tier two. So we're going to roll one die. Be a six. It's a five. Hey, that's pretty good. Hey, I'll take that. You get a schedule from like a couple weeks ago. So it's not going to be like the most accurate up-to-date schedule. But you look through and it's like, okay, this guy is taking meal breaks nine times a day. <laughs> look, if you're going to eat 80 pounds of red meat in a day, you got to break that up. Yeah. All right, so we know his schedule. We know roughly the layout of the Earth Palace. I can't think of anything else that we may... Actually, can I roll to see if I think of something else we might need? <laughs> How about we make an engagement roll? Yeah, okay. let's do that. And then if we need something else, Fair. flashbacks. Flashback. Yeah, we're learning this system finally. <laughs> yeah, episode 31. Here we are near the culmination. <laughs> let's see, four dice. There are four of us. Do we all just want to roll one die? I think that's fair. Make it so... I got a four. One. Two. I got a five. Okay. Nobody got a six. That's not great. Partial success. We're in a risky position when the action starts. Oh, before we start, we have to declare load. Yes. (laughs) Good man. Good, good man. We almost know what we're doing here. Well, I'm going light. I'm going normal. Mm. I'm a normal boy. Actually accurate. I'm going normal, but I want to immediately use something to go down to light. Is that possible? I don't think you can change your load mid-thing, dude. Because, like, I want to bring a whole bunch of extra clothes for us to change into after the sewer and then just throw our old clothes away. So going from medium to light by getting rid of the fine disguise kit that I brought. I'll make a roll to see... Like, I'm sorry, fine, fine clothes and jewelry is, is the item. That's a four. We'll say that you can start with four load, not quite five load. Okay, but... I'll start with four and go down to three by getting rid of the fine clothes or the old clothes. So now we're all dressed nice in the palace. All right. So yeah, you have made it through the sewers. You get up in there and you put on your nice clothes. 
you take some of that oil, splash it on your necks, and you know, try and smell yourselves up all nice. And the first person that you run into is like one of kind of the headmasters of the servants and sniffs you guys as you're walking past and goes, we have not authorized the use of peppermint oil for scenting inside the castle for some time because the Earth King is drastically allergic to it. Hey, is there anyone else around? I'm going to make a roll to see if there's anybody else around. There are two other people there. Um, I will bow and I will say, apologies. We had to rub shoulders with some less desirables in the middle ring. And I think some of their scent may have rubbed off on us. We will head to the lavatory to cleanse ourselves. A full bath, go! And takes like a paste stick and smacks you across the back of the shins with it. The back of the shins, the calves, I guess is what that would be. <laughs> no, the back of the shins, I like it. Oof, it goes through the legs to the back of the shins. <laughs> I would like to memorize this man's face so I can fire him immediately. All right, it's not too difficult. He looks like a weasel, but a human. Awesome, I'll remember this. A little notification pops up over my head. Wei Young will remember this. Um, we should know, we've got the layout, so we should know which direction the bathhouses are. Where did the sewers let out? Like, what, what room are we in again? Uh, the sewers led you to the bathrooms. Awesome. So presumably we're next to a bathtub. Yes. Okay. How allergic is the Earth King to peppermint oil? Just out of curiosity. You know, not debilitatingly allergic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not like okay. it will kill him. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> EpiPens have not been invented. You already used all your peppermint oil to make yourself smell better. Okay. All right. All right fine. All right. You get into the bath area and there's two other people in there taking a bath at the moment. Are we actually going to take a bath mid heist? <laughs> I'm good for it. I can take a bath. You know what? We just get from the sewers. Yeah, why not? We're not actually in any sort of time crunch. Let's take a bath and get nice and clean before we go and commit murder. Yeah. Let's just have a bath at the Earth King's house. Yeah. I guess what time did you guys decide you wanted to infiltrate the palace? Well, since he eats all the time, I figured we would get in just before breakfast and then... Yeah, I was thinking morning or midday. All right. Cool. Uh, so do we all have to share a bathtub or do we have individual bath? Like, do we have three bathtubs lined up next to each other so we can hold hands like those commercials? Or? <laughs> yeah, I'm just a big old communal tub. Okay. It's a big bathhouse kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I, look, I didn't know. The Earth King, he's a weird guy. He might have a different <laughs> setup. When Seaway takes off his royal clothes, you see he already had a swimsuit on underneath them. <laughs> like, a f- and I imagine it's one of those full, like, striped Oh, like the 20s like, body unitard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, we know that Seaway's a bathhouse guy, so oh, this yeah. makes sense. But yeah, these uh, other two servants, as you guys climb in, they're like, oh, goodness, trying to cook for the Earth King is just the worst thing ever. We have an entire camelephant that came in from the Siwong Desert, and we got to truss that thing up before dinner time, get it all roasting. There's not enough time to feed the Earth King all this red meat that he eats. I have to ask, how does he do it? That's so much meat in one day. Well, I know that the papers say that he eats 80 pounds of red meat in one day. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. It's really more like 40 pounds. It's so much food. That's insane that you said that like it was a normal amount of food. <laughs> well, it's more normal than what the common populace thinks he eats. Got me there. Uh, actually, are they lying? Uh, no, they, they think you guys are on the level. They think you guys are servants. So they're just, you know, talking shop. So they genuinely believe he eats 40 pounds of red meat a day? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it's not humanly possible. <laughs> no one said the Earth King was human. <laughs> Wait, is the Earth King a spirit? No, he's a bear. Oh, what a plot twist. (laughs) We get in there, it's just a bear. (laughs) Go bears. 
<laughs> they took it a little too literally. Um, yeah, I think we just lay low, talk. I'm going to try and consort any more useful information out of these guys in, from the bath, if that's possible. All right, we'll make this a gather information. A mid, a mid heist gather information. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, a four and a one. So that is good details with some clarifying follow-up questions. Yeah, so basically, now that we're in the palace and they think we're members of the staff, basically just asking some simple questions like, hey, what are your plans for the day? Like, when are you cooking meals? That'll give us a better idea of when he's eating. I, You know, today's my day off, so I'm just going to kind of chill in the bath for a while and then maybe uh, go gamble in one of the pie show houses. But uh, what, what, did, what did you have planned? Well, the king takes nine meals a day and we're on and off for every other meal preparation. So I'm going to be going in there in, you know, about half an hour and then I'll be back in there two hours later and then I'll be back in there two hours later and then I'll be back in there two hours later and then I'll be back in there two hours later. Do you just need like micro naps every every now and then? Dude, it's the greatest thing. I spoke with this uh, cheese specialist who came in to do some consultation once and he was like, you know, you just hit these pressure points on your body in just the right way. It's easier if you have somebody else do it for you. But I figure out how to make myself just like fall asleep whenever I want to. Whoa, that's where are the pressure points? That sounds so useful. <laughs> uh, he's going to hit your pressure points and make you fall asleep. Wait, he's going to, no, I want him to show me. He's going <laughs> to drown. I'll, I'll catch him and lift him up out of the water so he doesn't drown. That's nice of you. Um, once I wake up and we're clean, I guess we'll just get out of the bath and get gussied up again, not smelling like peppermint oil. And this cook looks at you and is like, dude, you're carrying a lot of tension. Like, what's going on in your life lately? That was my dad, some parent stuff. You know how it goes. I mean, you're not lying, but you are hiding the bigger thing. (laughs) Honestly, my dad taking my bowl is pretty big. It is pretty big. (laughs) Dads are the worst, aren't they? (laughs) Therefore, I think we're probably going to make this controlled standard, but what would you like to do to throw this guy off your trail a little bit? I'll consort with him because I'm trying to be like, yeah, you get it. Family stuff. All right. A five and a four. Not too bad. Okay. Why am I, I need to roll at least one six today. So telling him about your family issues, he's like, oh gosh. So the headmaster really wants us all to be like on top of our games. This is, you know, a very recent development, a new policy. So if you're having issues at home, you have to go and meet the palace therapist for a little session. Part of just the policy now. Oh, I hadn't heard that. You know, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, we, we already have dental, we have health. This just seems like a logical step. So I'm glad that they're honestly it, it i'm glad we have dental you don't have dental no one ever told me about the benefits oh my gosh walk with me you don't even know we actually have two choices with dental uh i would go with option a it's a little more expensive up front but they cover you in case of any emergencies yeah here in fact let me lead you to the therapist's office it's right down this hallway <laughs> We're going to just spend all day chilling in the palace and not get to the king at all. There's so many wonderful amenities. <laughs> hey, Ned, can I, get, can I get dressed with this guy and have him take me to the therapist's office? Sure. We're all going to the therapist's wait. office. Well, no, well, wait, wait, hear me out. So he's dressed in like a chef's uniform and he sees the king multiple times a day. Yeah. And has access to the king's food. Access to the king's food. So... I'm going to wait for a time between here and the therapist's office where we are alone, and I'd like to knock him unconscious. <laughs> All right. What would you like to roll for that? I am still heisting, guys. <laughs> Good. Uh, skirmish. Go for it. We'll make this controlled. 
and we'll give it, I guess, probably great effect because you're a big swole dude and he thinks you're his friend. I'm willing to help in this situation. I will mark a stress to help um, by continuing to talk about my, my father issues. Wait, did both of those guys come with us or just the one? Yeah, there is a second chef who's there along with him. He just hasn't spoken because he's been distracted with his uh, graphic scrolls. <laughs> you you look at the graphic scroll and it's actually toning your favorite story about day when you were a child. <laughs> okay, I'm talking to both these guys. One guy about my dad and one guy I'm like, oh my gosh. That guy is so cool. He's... That guy looks really familiar. Who is that? <laughs> Sorry, I needed an extra dice. So you roll. Maybe he can do the Three Stooges thing and knock their heads together. <laughs> so I'm rolling with four dice. No sixes. Guarantee it. That's a two, a three, a three, and a six. And ah, there okay. we go. <laughs> yeah, you're walking along like... Tonin is kind of up in the front with these two guys on either side of him. And they're just like, man, like, why haven't we talked to you before? You're like super cool. We should hang out more often here in the palace. <laughs> it's amazing. I just, I'm normally on the, on the Eastern side. So the kitchen isn't really over there and I don't see, but uh, we got to hang out. Yeah. It kind of stinks. Like, you know, there's so many terrible people working here in the palace. So many like really scum of the earth kind of individuals. And, you know, especially since we actually have to interface with the earth King so many times every day, it's kind of miserable. Like we could really use somebody like you around here to raise our spirits a bit more and just make it. So our day is not going to be as terrible and depressing as we're sure it's going to be. So was that enough to get both of them in one? Yeah, eventually you, you're just hearing like, this is making me too sad. And you just like smash their heads together. Yeah, they both fall unconscious to the ground. I'm going to sense the nearest empty closet to stuff them in. All right. And you've got the map. So you know that there's supply closets here, 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 etc., etc. So yeah, you... Before we go in though, I want to make sure nobody's in there. So like I want to sense, tremor sense to see, make sure it's empty. Uh, I'm going to roll to see if there's a complication... Six, that's a complication. Great. Uh, you open the door. You didn't sense anything initially, but you open the door and you realize the reason you didn't sense anything is because up on the ceiling, there are a whole bunch of nasty spider bats. There's an infestation in here. Seaway, <gasps> you could take care of this. All right, uh, I roll animal handling. Oh, wrong system. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> I will say while Seaway takes care of those, I'm going to earthbend these guys' feet and hands into the stone so they can't move and then tie their mouths shut. I'll just, I'm not even going to acknowledge the spider bats. I'm just going to let him take care of them. Okay. Take it away, chief. That's all our problem. <laughs> Look, you wanted a chance to punch? Punch. Or tame. A flock of spider bats might be cool. So this system isn't designed with bending in mind. So I'm trying to think if this would be skirmish or wreck. You said the spider bats are all up on the ceiling? Yes. And the ceiling's made of stone. Correct. So can I, similar to what he just did, just bend the stone down to like grab their feet and hold them in place <laughs> they're all these like all the bats <laughs> these guys just, are gonna wake up with like stuck spider bats just screaming and like <laughs> shrieking above their heads that sounds like a skirmish <laughs> roll to me probably okay how big is a spider bat these guys i'm gonna roll to see how big they are is it the size of a spider or the size of a bat these are bats with four pairs of wings good heavens <laughs> and they are the size of a small house cat oh my gosh Whoa, they're huge. that's horrible <laughs> there's a nice tactileness like tactile feedback to growing as a character in this game where you're actually getting to roll more dice instead of just add bigger numbers to whatever you did roll <laughs> it's nice rolling three dice but that's a five a five all right so 
you manage to get almost all of them in there, but there is one that manages to get loose and it's going to fly straight for Tone. And while you're distracted tying up these people, go ahead and make a prowess resistance roll for me. Prowess resistance. I roll three because I have three ticks in prowess. I roll an extra one because of forged and fire. Yes. These guys are not supernatural, so that's going to be just four. Just four, yeah. Just the measly number of four dice on a resistance roll. A one, a three, a five, and a six. There's my six. Okay, yeah, the bat comes down from behind you, and it's kind of like I'm trying to reference an obscure animal movement by thinking of an even more obscure animal <laughs> movement. I'm thinking of, like, the sea slugs. Oh, yeah. They kind of, like, okay, like a Spanish dancer sea slug, where it's kind of, like, waving and rippling. Mm-hmm. It's moving towards you, and its wings are just moving in this rippling, one-after-the-other sort of fashion. It's flying right towards you, fangs outstretched, ready to fill you full of spider bat venom. And at the last moment, Seaway's like, hey, nope, 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 and just grabs it right out of the air. <laughs> I have something I'd like to do, but you can definitely cut this if it's too gruesome for our PG-12 podcast. (laughs) Oh boy. Can I grab the spider bat and kill it and then use its blood on the inside of the door to write, sorry, you guys seem cool. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I don't have anything else to write with and they seemed really nice. It's a supply closet. There's probably ink somewhere. (laughs) As you're doing this, I haven't even looked back and I'm like, you know, I used to have a spider bat as a pet when I was growing up, a really sweet thing. (laughs) I'm going to dig in the closet for ink and just see if we can do that. All right, I'm going to roll to see if this is a calligraphy supply closet. Uh, this is a toiletry supply closet, so you could, like, grab a bar of soap and, like, try and chalk it on the wall. Wait, 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 wait. Is the door made of stone? Door's made of stone. Okay, I'll just write it. I'll stick my finger in the stone and write. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you guys seem cool. As they wake up in a dark room full of screaming spider bats and are unable to move and unable to speak. (laughs) It's fine. Perfect. Everything's fine. All right. Heist time, baby. All right. So now we... Do we want to take their uniforms? There's only two with uniforms, so two of you got to do it. See, wait, do you want to... I'm too big for these guys' uniforms. I'm a big boy. All right. Do we need a roll to see who fits the uniforms? Uh, no, we'll we'll just let the two smaller guys fit into the uniforms. All right. Cool. All right, we will go ahead and change, and I will I will be fully fully ready. And as we exit, I'm going to say, uh, and right this way to the kitchens, we can show you uh, exactly how we prepare these meals. And I'm I'm just acting like I'm going to show Seaway as a as a new recruit on how to start prepping the meals. All right, you guys head on your way down the hall and eventually make it to the kitchens bustling place you can see that at one table there's like six people just lifting this entire camelephant up onto the butcher block is that just an elephant with like a bunch of camel humps oh, I was th- uh, oh, sorry i thought chameleon elephant i was oh. picturing an elephant that changed colors why not we could do a triple combo an elephant with a bunch of humps that changes colors when you look at it so camelephants are actually one of the canonical pre-existing avatar verse creatures Ooh. oh it basically is you know just like the shape of a camel but a lot sturdier with a trunk oh. and tusks wow that sounds all right like a lot of meat a lot of meat yeah <laughs> all right as they're lifting it, it tilts a little bit. I'll run over to help lift up the other side of the tray and get it get it properly situated. And these various cooks are like, oh, this thing's going to take forever to butcher. We have to have it ready in time for fifth dinner. <laughs> fifth dinner. dinner. You've had fourth dinner. <laughs> well, what about fifth? <laughs> well, it is your lucky day. We brought a new recruit, and he is beyond handy with a knife. 
and I show Seaway and I hand him a butcher's knife. Ooh. I want to use my tremor sense to see if the people believe the lie that Tonin just told them. Let's have Tonin roll to deceive these folks. Uh, you're in the uniform, but they probably don't recognize you. So we're going to make that, I think, mm, controlled standard. Okay, well, I'm going to do a flashback. Okay. Hot dog. In that conversation with those two fellas, I'm sure I got their names. Yes, their names are Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Uh, yeah, Cheech and Chong, you know them. They got a little bit uh, distracted today and we're filling in for them. So. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and give me a roll. Oh, that's not good. A three and a two. I would like to push myself. Okay. Rolling one more die. So when it's <laughs> controlled standard, you can just roll again, right? You can try again at risky, yes. Um, can I actually assist here? Go, Yeah, how would you like to assist? Uh, so I'm going to use my foresight ability so that I don't pay any stress. Um, before we have walked in here with Seaway, right, I, I would like to tell Tonin, hey, here's how you lie, guys, because <laughs> you've been kind of weird about it recently. <laughs> I have. I have been a little weird about it. I, it, it. It's my dad. I know you don't have the face, but like you can lie without having to change your face. It's very easy. You're right. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll give him some lying tips beforehand. <laughs> All right. That's a three, a three, a two, and a two. Good heavens, so, man. If I re-roll, do I still have his help? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to roll to see if you get his help, because I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, you can get his help, but you would have to push yourself again. Push myself again to get the... Okay. So as you're talking to them, this sort of cook's foreman is like... But Cheech and Chong have been in rehabilita rehabilitation. They've been speaking with the therapist about their proclivities. And that's where they are, is they had to have an emergency therapy session. <laughs> so I'll roll again. All right. There we go. That's a six. Okay. A one, a five, and a six. All right. So that brings it down to risky, but on a success with risky, you do it. Uh, this foreman turns to the guy next to him and kind of nods sagely and is like, yes, yes, they really could use some help. They're, they've been on that train for such a long time. It's going to take a while to get them off. But yeah, I'm assuming, you know, Seaway knows animals. He probably knows his way around butchering them too. I love animals. Every pet store owner does know how to butcher animals, obviously. <laughs> you want to wreck this camelophant? You want to wreck it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Could you finesse it? Could you finesse that elephant? Come elephant? Five. I mean, it's just butchering a come elephant. We'll make that controlled standard. You <laughs> get in there and, you know, you have never butchered a come elephant before, but nobody can deny the power of your strikes with the cleaver. In fact, you're like slamming down this cleaver so hard that the other people are just kind of like, ooh, maybe I'll back up a little bit. <laughs> and when they back up, I turn to Wei Young and I say, I made an oath that I wouldn't use poison to kill. I've literally broken it at every opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you're growing a conscience now. Absolutely not. But I just want to at least try to stick to the letter of the law. So here, I'll hand you the poison to go. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to poison him. Oh, wow. I brought this poison for nothing. I slip it back into my bag. <laughs> and uh, which item in your load is that going to be? Uh, that will be my unusual weapon. Um, mm. You know, when you killed um, Nelliao, I think it was marked as an unusual weapon yeah. using poison. Yeah, because you had a shard of pottery that had poison on it. Yes, yeah, so this is an unusual weapon, just a vial of poison that I procured. All right. Which I shouldn't have poison. I just shouldn't. I said I wouldn't, and I'm just doing it again and again. <laughs> so should we leave? 
Should we just like take off? Well, then why did we come here? I thought we came here. I was poisonous. following you. I wasn't planning on poisoning the guy. What are we doing? I want him to see me when I do it. I was planning on poisoning him. People are starting to like look over to you guys. Like, do these guys need to go see the therapist? Are you guys okay? Sorry. We're, sorry. We're having a debate about what spices we should use on this thing. I, neither of us have served Camelophant before. We don't know what's standard. Oh, well, the king loves Gochugaru. Oh. Lots and lots of Gochugaru. That makes sense. I love Gochugaru. Ned, can I go full, like, Kronk and Emperor's New Groove and just become, like, a wizard in the kitchen making <laughs> up this dish? Master chef all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what skill would you like to roll to do that? Fundess. It's not very good, but... It's better than pretty much everything else you have. I want to assist, but it feels like such a horrible use of assisting someone. <laughs> I will gladly mark a stress to assist and, like, be the one handing him the new, like, here's the cleaver, here's the grater, here's the pan, and just let him go crazy. And I know uh, Wei Young said he doesn't want to poison him, but I'm going to also just hand Siwei the poison as if it's one of the spices. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> well, wait, wait, before we do that, can I find out if he's the only one eating this? Because I don't want collateral damage. That's a good call. Yeah, you hear the foreman being like, if we didn't have to feed that gosh darn bear at the same time as the Earth King, we wouldn't have to cook so much food. Not the bear! I'm not poisoning the whole... Because you, you plate it. You do a beautiful plating, and you poison the plating. Fine, Kronk. You do what you do, I guess. <laughs> a nice, like... Reduction on top of poison. <laughs> a four. Four. Okay, I think we're making this one probably risky standard to avoid having somebody notice that you're bringing in this extra spice. And you, you rolled with the extra die, right? Yeah. I rolled a three and a four. Okay, there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. Would you like to re-roll it desperate to try and get a six on that maybe or just accept a complication? I rolled desperate. I do get XP. You do. But also, <laughs> I just barely leveled up that track, so I have nothing in that track already. Um, no, I won't re-roll it. All right. So you grab this vial from Tonin, and you're, like, getting ready to put it on the food, and the foreman is watching you kind of enraptured, being all <laughs> like, oh, wow, this, this guy's actually surprisingly good. He's got the, okay, he's doing the searing, he's doing blah, 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 he's slicing it across the grain just like you should, and watching you putting on like the final touches is just raptly attentive and sees this strange vial coming from the side and is like wait hold up hold up and reaches out and grabs the vial from you oh um my apologies i i uh maneuver recruit and that's a a special um spice blend that i use to create a lovely oil at home to put on dishes it's Delicious. You must try it. Just take a take a little taste on your finger. <laughs> how many people are in this room real quick? Just before you actually say that, how many people are in here? Uh, six other people aside from you. It, it's fine. He's not going to try it. He's totally going to try it, man. We'll see what happens. Kings have poison testers. <laughs> going to roll to see if he's going to try it. Oh. He rolled a three, which means he's not very smart in this instance, unfortunately. When he goes to try it, I'm going to slap it out of his hands, and I'm going to say... How dare you try and eat some of the Earth King's food? Who do you think you are? I'm the foreman of the king's kitchen. <laughs> I taste everything before it goes to the king. It shattered on the ground, though, right? Shattered on the ground. Oh, thank goodness for that. Um, you all need to go talk to the therapist right now. I'm going to take you there myself. Oh, my gosh. Fine, but we're <laughs> delivering this food first. The Earth King needs his meal. You are not delivering this food. You are going straight to the therapist. Come along, right now, right now. Oh, my gosh. 
Is he escorting us alone? <laughs> That's what I was. We're just gonna keep doing. This is gonna be a revolving door, but the closet's gonna be stacked up. We're just throwing people into the same closet. The foreman turns back to all of the other cooks and is like, "We need to get this finished. You all stay here and finish this meal. I'm going to take these imbeciles to focus." <laughs> So, uh, what you gonna do when you get out of this here kitchen? Is there anyone in the hall? Yeah, I'm gonna wait for a quiet moment in the hall. If one comes up, I'm going to clobber him. Yeah, a quiet moment comes up. Sounds like a skirmish, probably. I really hope we shove him in the same closet. <laughs> I just want that to be the body closet. Goodness, that is not a very good roll. That's a four. A four? I will mark a stress to assist. How much stress do you have, man? You've marked it like six times now. I started out with zero stress. I now have three spaces left. Six times. Um, I will start talking to him about Cheech and Chong and my father and just, again, be distracting with life. And I'm just going to, like be as honest as I can without revealing anything. Just like my dad came into town and it did a whole mess. All right. So that's an additional die for Seaway. That's another four. Oh, I rolled, I rolled three fours and a three. Can I assist? Uh, only one person can assist per roll. Oh. You could push yourself or take a devil's bargain. Come on, push yourself, man. Push yourself. I'm, it's a force of success. Yeah. A partial success. He's going to cry out and something's going to go wrong. And we, we've already had so much go wrong. We haven't even seen the Earth King. Yeah, did you think this was going to be easy? <laughs> no, but... So, Seaway, you knock out the foreman of the kitchen drag him over to the closet where you tied up Cheech and Chong and as you go to open the door, the door opens on itself and Cheech and Chong are looking at each other like, it's a good thing we're earthbenders and turn and look at you with the unconscious foreman in your hands. Hey, I'm really sorry. You guys seem so cool and I'm going to throw the foreman's body at them. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to earthbend everybody up to their necks. They're earthbenders. Oh, they, yeah, it doesn't matter. Never mind. I'm we're going to create a a six clock here. We're gonna call the six clock Cheech and Chong. Okay, <laughs> go ahead and roll for this first one. I'm guessing probably skirmish. Yeah. Okay, we'll go risky standard on this. Let's get something higher than a four. You can do it, baby. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I Push a yourself. One. Oh, Push a yourself. One, a three, and a four. <laughs> Push yourself. Critical mundanity. So in this instance, you would still get one tick on the clock. It would just be a reduced effect. Uh, how much stress do I have? What, what would the devil's bargain be? Oh. The devil's bargain to get the two full ticks would be the therapist's office down the hallway would open up when he hears the commotion. Wait, that could be a good thing. He wants to defuse situations, right? He wants to reduce conflict. Wait, are Cheech and Chung naked <laughs> at this point since we took their clothes? We'll say that you put your uniforms on them. For for the sake of my argument, can they be naked? <laughs> what, is, what is your we never what is your argument? Or like just in their underwear or something, right? Explain. <laughs> I want the therapist store to open. I want him to come down and we'll say, we're trying to stop Cheech and Chong. They've gone nuts. They're trying to attack the foreman. They've locked themselves in this closet. They're not wearing any clothes. <laughs> if you want to accept that devil's bargain, then we can have you roll an additional die. Are you rolling it? 
A four? It's a four? <laughs> no way. I can tell from your dang face it's a four. <laughs> it's a four. No way. <laughs> All right. So you toss the foreman at Cheech and Chong. There's a big clattering noise. The spider bats are screaming like crazy. The therapist's door opens up and you hear thudding footsteps as the therapist walks out taller than the seaway, broader in the shoulders, <laughs> looks down at you and says, sounds to me like someone needs an attitude adjustment. Oh gosh, the therapist is a code name. <laughs> Thank goodness you're here. Cheech and Chong have gone nuts. They're in the closet beating up the foreman. They've locked themselves in there. And there's a, they're not wearing clothes. I think that's where we're going to pick up next. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first two-part heist. It's a big one. I think we may have done one way earlier, but this is it's been a while for sure. You know, it makes sense. You're trying to, you know, kill the Earth King. So shoot, <laughs> you get one tick at least on the Cheech and Chong clock. I'll make sure that we note that. But I am also real quick before we wrap this up, going to make a four clock for the therapist. Uh, I didn't think there were people bigger than Seaway. <laughs> I'm excited to see how this fight turns out. What a day. What a day. It's a good thing that we're recording right after this because I love this momentum. It's fine. Everything's fine. Well, folks out there in podcast land, thanks for listening to ImpTab Avatar. We'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Blades in the Dao Fei. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as a person with his favorite graphic scroll <laughs> if you go ahead and give us a review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us there, maybe you want to talk with Evan about his culinary prowess, don't be afraid to reach out. Now it's time to shout out our next batch of Sticker Club patrons. Yeah, yeah. First person we're shouting out today is Je Suis Sauvignon. Yay. Yes, this lad was the old therapist at the palace, the one who actually did use words to therapize people. But then <laughs> the Earth King decided that that wasn't enough and brought in a different sort of therapist. Oh, no. Next person we're shouting out is Michael Sear. Michael Sear is the Gochugaru provider for the Earth King. Man, he must be doing very well for himself. It's a busy fella. <laughs> yeah, the king eats a lot of that stuff. He likes it spicy. He likes his red meat very hot. And the last person we're shouting out today is Elena Georgieva. Hey, Woo! we know who she is. Welcome back. Yes, thank you for getting that information for the Masked Spirits so that they were able to get into the Earth Kingdom's palace here. Yeah, we got that <laughs> info, and I don't think we've used it yet. Uh. Well, we'll have more Sticker Club patrons to shout out next week. And if you, dear listener, want to join their ranks, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash improvtabletop, where you can also get bonus episodes, Discord access, biannual sticker packs, and more, such as the obligatory talkback where it sounds like Christian probably still has to get some feelings out about his dad showing up. <laughs> Good. <laughs> now, let's do a round of plugs. Evan, would you like to take that this week? Absolutely. If you want to uh, prep yourself for the soon returning fate campaigns, you can go back and listen to the old fate campaigns. They're all still there and a lot of fun to listen to. If you would like some more avatar in your life, if this uh, just isn't releasing quick enough for you, you can go back and listen to 10,000 things, very different vibes, but still Avatar. <laughs> if you are in need of a new D&D podcast, you can go watch our Man Ned Be a Player in iCast Fireball, our sister podcast. Or if you just want to support us uh, in another way and get a cool set of dice in the process, you can go to fanrolldice.com 
and use code VroomVroomFifi for 10% off your order. And we get a little cut of that. Right on, right on. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us here in the world of Impetab Avatar, Blades in the Dao Fei. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Thomas Ryan as Hu Wei Young. Christian Randall as Tonin Yoru. And Evan Peterson as Siwei Lang. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. Does the break room have a ping pong table? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> it's uh, the Avatar fantasy equivalent of ping pong. It's uh, pong you know, ping, you yeah. don't have paddles. You just er- you earth bend it. <laughs> just back and <laughs> just forth. throw rocks across the table at each other. <laughs> <laughs>